بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم When the polytheists and pagan Arabs of Makkah Mukarramah had posed certain ridiculous questions to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and there were different groups of people who had attributed partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had revealed the suratul ikhlas like in those days the pagan arabs were worshiping idols nowadays you will find that people have different idols and different objects of worship in the hadith nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam spoke about abdud dinar and abdud dirham the slave of the dinar the slave of the dirham people worship wealth wealth has become the priority of their lives and they will do anything and everything to achieve and gain this wealth so you get that group of people then you get people who worship their desires the quran sharif also speaks about this so it's everything about their desires what they want to do what makes them feel happy what makes sense to them whether it is accepted not accepted whether it's proven not proven so you get a different this is another group of people then you get a group of people who worship science so everything is about science whether it is on conformity to what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned what rasulullah sallallahu mentioned they not concerned for science they will actually try to reinterpret the quran sharif reinterpret the laws of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because science is the primary goal the primary objective whatever the scientist said whether that scientist may be an atheist whether he is a gay whatever he is unfortunately whatever he said is treated so serious that it's even given a rank over and above wahi and revelation so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the surah ikhlas wherein allah ta'ala says qul o rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam say to all these groups of people huwallahu ahad the truth is that Allah is the one and only. Allah is the one and unique. Some translate Ahad as one, but the better translation is the one and only, the one and unique. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unique in His being. Allah is unique in His attributes. You cannot resemble Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to His creation. Allah is free from any partner. There can be no partner with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot worship anyone else with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot have any other object of worship. It is only Allah and Allah alone. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one and unique, the one and only. And this is also the answer given to the atheist. Those who don't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. as the poet says al-ba'ratu tadullu 'ala al-ba'ir when you see dung on the floor that will tell you that a camel passed by here ba'ra is the dung of a camel so when you see the dung of a camel you don't need to be a rocket scientist immediately you will understand that there was some camel that passed by here and 
When you see footsteps, then you know that people had passed by this place here. Because there's footsteps here. What footsteps are telling you? There was someone that walked through this road. Now when you see this huge, magnificent universe, the sky, with so many different stars, and you see this land with mountains and mountain passes, how can this not indicate to the one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Where did all this just come into existence from? How does such a unique and such a precise system, how did it just come about? Can one big bang bring about something like this? Did you see one explosion and a Boeing 747 magnificent aircraft in front of you? One explosion? Did you see one explosion and an expensive Rado watch coming in front of you? You don't need to be a rocket scientist now. You just need to use a little bit of common sense. If there's such a huge system, someone created the system. Someone is controlling the system. Someone is holding the system intact. So that is Allah. And remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one and only, is the one and unique. The famous incident of Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala when Hazrat Bilal radiallahu accepted Islam, an Abyssinian slave, he was mercilessly persecuted. He was placed on the boiling sand at midday with a heavy stone on his chest in the sweltering heat of the Arabian Peninsula. And his masters are telling him, renounce Islam or else you will suffer and you will die. And what is on the tongue of Hazrat Bilal radiallahu ta'ala? And the same name of Allah, Ahad, 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 the one and only. Allah is the one. And although these people are trying to force him to idol worship, they're trying to take him away from deen. But Hazrat Bilal radiallahu that love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that devotion, that loyalty to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the worst of persecution cannot distract him from taking the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Bilal radiallahu is being dragged to the streets of Makkah Mukarramah. And this is the words that are on his tongue. Ahad, Ahad, Ahad. Allah is only one. The one and only. Now when insan understands that Allah is the one and only, remember who created you? Only Allah. Who else can you say created you? Can you say, you know, some government created me or some scientist created me or there's some saint that created me. It is only Allah who created you, who protected you, who nourished you, who provided for you, who gave you shifa when you were sick. It is only Allah. Allah gives sickness and Allah gives cure. Allah gives respect and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes away respect. Allah gives kingdom, He takes away kingdom. He gives sustenance, He takes away sustenance. Allah gives life, Allah gives death. Everything is in Allah's control. So who do you owe your loyalty to now in life? When you're making a decision, when you're doing something, when you're making a move, what do you have to think about first? First you have to think about, is Allah pleased or is Allah not pleased? Is this in conformity with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's laws or it's against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's laws? Don't worry about society. See, when you leave the slavery of Allah, then you become enslaved to everything else. That's the modern 
day slavery in the name of freedom. They told you freedom. Freedom from Allah. Freedom from religion. Now you enslave to society. Now you enslave to your government. Now you enslave to science. Now you enslave to fashion. But when you become the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you break off the shackles of everything else. You break off the shackles of all these other forms of slavery. Now you are the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now everything you do in your life, you think, is Allah pleased or is Allah displeased? And then you will not be bothered about society after that. Whatever society will say, whether they criticize you, whether they praise you, whatever it is, you will be completely disconcerned of people's praises and people's criticism because you are focusing on Allah. You understand Allah is in control of the hearts. Allah is in control of respect. Allah is in control of everything. Unfortunately, nowadays, we are very, very concerned about our image in society. You know, I must be someone that is known in society. I must be able to fit in a certain bracket of people. So don't ever be concerned about your image in society. And don't ever try to please everyone. Because in life, you cannot please everyone. As much as you will try to please everyone, somewhere along the line, someone is going to be displeased. Hazrat Imam Masyullah will conclude with this last anecdote of Hazrat Imam Masyullah. These Buzugaradians sometimes they mention certain simple incidents, but very thought-provoking and something that sends across a very strong message. He said there was a person once traveling with his wife and his child. They had a lengthy journey to undertake. They had one horse. So they decided they will have turns to sit on the horse, which is a sensible thing to do. All three will have turns to sit on the horse. So it so happened that they were going past a certain village and it was the father's turn. So he was sitting on the horse. The people of the village looked at them and they started like taunting them and passing remarks. Look at these people, man. Look at that man. He's a strong man. And he's making his wife and his child walk. They don't know. They don't know what is the whole story. And isn't that the typical nature of human beings? When we don't know anything, we just jump to conclusions. We just pass remarks. You rather just say, bye, I don't know. Finish. Leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you don't know, you don't know. One is if you have the full information, maybe it's different. So the father thought, okay, let's do this now. I told the mother, all right, you sit down. You know, this, we're going to be passing another village shortly. We don't know who's going to criticize us. So the mother jumped on the horse. They went past that village. Now the people are saying, look at the woman of today. They make their husbands walk and they make the children walk and the woman is sitting on the horse. Look at how, how, how accustomed they have come to luxuries. Women supposed to be sacrificing. So they think to themselves, okay, let's put the child. They pass by the next village. People of the village, look at the children of today. This child is so disrespectful. The both parents are walking and he's on the horse. Now they're thinking, what are we going to do now? We have to do, do something that we, we don't get any criticism. So then they decided, never mind, all three of us will jump on the horse. So all three jumped on the horse. And then they passed by the next village and the people said, look at these crazy people. They want to kill the horse. Three people are riding one horse. Then they thought there's only one more thing to do now. Is no one walk, no one jumps on the horse. We all walk and the horse walks. So they passed by the next village. Now the people are laughing at them. They got a horse and they all are walking. Imagine you got a horse, you can use the horse. So then they realize, you know what, this thing is not going to work out anyway. No matter how much we try, we rather just stick to our old understanding and agreement. We will just have turns. 
and just ignore all this criticism. So that is what you need to do in life. Allahu Ahad, there's only one Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is the one and only, He is the one and absolute. You won't go out of your way to hurt anyone. But what I'm saying is, when you're doing something, always keep Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before you. Inshallah, in this way here, you will always gain the pleasure and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant us the true understanding.